evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion of the Live stream. Episode number 237 here, the 16th of November, 2019. I am your first and only host today, Alex Garthon Marsh. With me, not is Bretty the Dog Grissima. He is sorely missed. He is suffering from various maladies that cannot be named yet. Ah! Scientific jurisdiction is still out as to what he possibly has. We're still trying to figure out what symptoms of maladies he maybe have a bloodless coup indeed. I don't want all this power. No one man can have all this power. I tell you what. But here I am with the host of the Helm of the Legion of the Weekly Livestream. I'm glad to see all you here with me because this is our monthly giveaway. Yes, he the dog is sick on our monthly giveaway. I think he's suffering from low T. But that's okay. He'll get over it with the right pills and the right provocations. He will be back with us all very soon. So everyone, we wish well. Why is that not showing up? It should be showing up. Why is my chat not... Uh, why is my chat not showing up? It was working earlier. I swear it was working earlier. You, Twitch chat, work better. So, there it is. So, let's keep moving. I've had an interesting day today. Just want to say real quick. I had a lovely kitchen accident, which are wonderful. I had one of the dumbest kitchen accidents I've ever had the misfortune of hearing of and actually being the one who did it. It's a new regime of suppressing us distance. Darn right. We suppress everyone here. We suppress you to make you better. Technical difficulty. Yeah, sorry about that. The, well, the, the chat's there. It's disappearing kind of quick on us, but it's working. Now, so I went and I decided to make myself for lunch one of the pizzas you put in the oven. Have a toaster oven, put a little pizza in it, 450 degrees, 13 minutes, Bob's your uncle. There's a tasty pizza, right? Right. Not exactly healthy, but it works. So I go, I put the pizza in the oven. I cook the pizza in the oven for 13 minutes at 450 degrees as recommended. Now, when I put it in there, what I do, here's what I do. Put the rack in the bottom shelf, so it's close to the elements. Put the piece, put a piece of aluminum foil. Put the pizza on the aluminum foil, so it gets the crust nice and hot. Makes the crust nice and crispy. Everything tastes good. So I go, I grab the foil, and I pull it out like I always do. But this time, this time, unlike every other time, the foil rips. I mean, I'm only holding it in one hand, so the pizza falls. And it, the cheese, the cheese holds it to the foil for just a second or two. As the world goes into slow motion, because I'm about to lose my lunch. My pizza hangs in the balance, my friends. So I give a cunning plan where I reach under and I scoop the foil and I catch it. That doesn't happen. As I reach to try and get under, the pizza falls onto my hand as I reach it up. Now I mentioned this was 450 degrees. The 450 degree grease and cheese of the pizza is now on, directly on my hand, which causes burns. So I let out a small but manly yelp. Flipping the pizza over into the dishwasher, which was open, and uh, immediately going over and running my hand under some cold water. What do you? It's not that hot. Sure as hell felt that hot. I got blisters. I'm wearing a compress on my hand, a cold compress to get the blisters down because that sucker was hot. Good golly. Not that hot. Put a hot pizza on your hand right out of my toaster oven. See how you feel about it. So the grease bubbled slightly against my skin. So I'm wounded and by myself. And yet I soldier on here tonight for you, the viewers. Miss Millie. What's a Millie? Yeah, this was an actual situation. For goodness sake, I'm not making that stuff up. 
I can make up better stories than that. All right, so today in the last year, we're going to talk about Garthon's comic poll, where Garthon, which is I, am going to talk about Black Cat Annual number one, Event Leviathan number six, and Fallen Angels number one, one of the spinoffs from uh, all the to-do. I'm sorry to happen too, Mr. Achiever. Thank you. Oh, good golly, Miss Molly. I get it. I thought you said you were missing someone named Molly. Then maybe you were talking about your pills. Maybe you liked Molly. I touched one of that hot one time. Yeah, I was a... Says, uh, <laughs> <sighs> All right. And in the RNG, we're going to talk about what to do with the wandering player. Well, a full temp fresh pizza is over 300 Fahrenheit. Thank you, Marhawk. It was hot. The grease was hot. I'm telling you. 450 degrees. Fresh out of the oven. The pizza, of course, would not be 450 degrees for something. It would, have, of course, lost some temperature. Anyway. In RNG, we're going to talk what to do with a wandering player. What is a wandering player? Well, if you don't know, you will soon. Well, you will when we get there at that point. Uh, for now, let's buckle up. Let's talk about our normal information. But first, giveaway number one. Let's see if I remember how to set a giveaway. This is a heathen dog stuff. He normally does this stuff. So we are going to have a giveaway for Knights of Pen and Paper Plus One Deluxier Edition. The code to enter the giveaway will be exclamation point PLUS1. And we are going to open this giveaway right now. Kaboom! So remember, exclamation point, plus one. That's one word, plus one to join. And you can win the pen and paper. This is for uh, all followers and subscribers. So go ahead, jump in there. Exclamation point, plus one. And one and two. <laughs> Thank you, Valdahar. Uh, and you can win this lovely thing. So everyone, get on there. Plus one. Duncan's entered. Did Valdahar hide it? Hmm. Anyway. So everyone, exclamation point, plus one to join. Wait, does this say followers only? Did I mess up? It shouldn't be everyone. It should be everyone. Oh, it says subscriber. Oh, I'm going to reset it. Ah, ha, ha. Sorry. All right, we got to clear this out. Everyone. Open giveaway. All right, the giveaway's now open everyone. Followers and subscribers. Sorry about that. See, this is why he the dog runs the giveaways. Exclamation point, plus one. So everyone can get in there. Everyone can join. Everyone can join. Thank you. So if you already joined, you'll have to join again, because I had to clear it out. Right now, we're going to have Corsivius in there. Duncan's back in. Okay, everyone, exclamation point, plus one for Knights of Pen and Paper, plus one to Elixir Edition. Moving on, let's talk about our information. Uh, we'll roll after the information. 2020 is coming up. That means Gen Con 2020 is happening. It does not happen in 2019. Gen Con 2019 happens in 2019. You can do the math. So, 2020 is coming soon. Badge registration, 26 January 2020. The activity sign-up is 17th of May. And the event happens the 30th of July to the 2nd of August. So start planning now. We've been telling you for over a year to join us at Gen Con 2020 with your favorite and least favorite Leeds from Myth members. So everyone, join us. Make sure, get your badge. Sign up. Tickets go quick. Hotel lottery goes quick. You know that too. Join our Gen Con discussions. Streaming schedule. All signs are central time, so if you're not in central time, you'll have to figure that out on your own. I'm not going to hold your hand to this. You're all big boys and girls. You can do it on your own. So, twitch.tv slash Legion Myth. Elgarian, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m., Shroud of the Avatar. The premier Shroud of the Avatar stream on the internet. If you're watching a different Shroud of the Avatar stream, you are letting yourself down. And you should not do that, because I believe in you. And you could do better than that. You should watch the best Shroud of the Avatar stream, which is Elgarian, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m., central time, Legion Myth. And Monday at 8 p.m., he's playing Left 4 Dead 2. Zod is entered. Excellent. He the dog. 
Monday, 8 p.m., Left 4 Dead 2 with Elgarian. That's a good team-up. A lot of fun. Thursday, 8.30 p.m., Empire Glass Survival with me, Garthon, and members of the Legion Myth community. If you are a subscriber to Legion Myth here on Twitch, and you also have a copy of Empire Glass Survival, you can get on the private server and join us in our shenanigans, which you can vi visit us at 8.30 p.m. on Thursday. And don't forget, Saturday, the Legion Myth livestream. 8 Central, 9 Eastern, where we're at right now. We can be part of our giveaways, our chats, our conversations. Heathen Dog's here usually. I'm here usually. We all have our off days. Anime, comics, games, many excitements. What's everyone's favorite game of the year? I don't know. I'm gonna, I will announce my favorite game of the year in late December for our Best of the Year episode. Yes, Mr. Achiever One. Good question, but I'm saving mine. And also, at 9 p.m., Central Time on Sunday, Garthon's Retro Gaming. I'm going through Final Fantasy 3. That was Final Fantasy 6 in Japan on my old Super Nintendo. Streaming that for everyone's enjoyment notification. And then on Twitch TV, Slash Legion with 2, Max Liel. Monday through, sorry, Wednesday and Friday, 12 p.m., Destiny 2. Noro on Thursday, 11 a.m. is playing Cat Quest 2. That is a fun thing to watch. Both of them are excellent streamers, and uh, you should watch them if you can. And don't forget, Heathen Dog is also streaming on Twitch.tv slash Heathen Dog, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m., 7 Days to Die. Do I have the N64? I have multiple N64s. Yes, I do. All right, Mr. Deaver, I have an N64. I don't have it hooked up for streaming. I can stream with it. I did an RGB mod on it, so I could do that. No problem. So remember, for every 1,000 missed donated to Legion Myth 2, it opens up a random giveaway, a random game giveaway on Legion Myth 2. So check that out. Check out Noro and... Max Leo. They are fun. And don't forget to join our Discord community to chat and remain current. Uh, you can follow other announcements on Twitter. You can tweet us. We'll tweet you at Legion Myth. Watch our stage recorded content on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Legion Myth. Watch and chat live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Legion Myth and Twitch.tv slash Legion Myth 2 like we just talked about. And don't forget to get our gear. Impress your friends and intimidate your enemies. I get my Garthon shirt because uh, I forget who I am sometimes. So I like to have that. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Here are current goals. We're always talking about our goals. We know where we're trying to go. Uh, Twitch follower goal. We actually got 1,000 in three months. That was very nice. Thank you, all of our followers. We appreciate it. Subscribers. Uh, we're after 100 subscribers. We got it. June and October. We're trying to get one more month before the end of the year. And then we'll add, that'll open up a special Twitch subscriber goal giveaway. YouTube subscribers. Oh, we're so close. Right? 1,500. We're close. So I guess we're not going to do it this year. But, well, by the end of the year, we'll get it. And Patreon trade 100. Or YouTube goal, 100 a month. We're at 44. That's cool. We appreciate all of it. So, why are we trying to get all these goals? We're we trying to do well. Uh, for every goal we, for every goal we hit, we have a special giveaway for that thing. Uh, we were trying to meet and hold for three months in a row on at least three things. And if we did that, we're gonna have a very special giveaway. But we're not gonna be doing that for the end of the year. Um, so, our last goal is in 20 with 100 Twitch subscribers, and we'll empty our video game key cache for the last live stream in 2019. So, it'll be a massive giveaway if we hit that 100 Twitch subscribers. So, tell everyone, friends, followers, Legion Myth, other enemies. Oh my god, my fault! Thank you for being subscribed for 12 months! Woo! Thank you, my fault. Thank you, thanks for being here. And over 40 of content, the live stream alone anime, comics, video games, nerd topics. We can talk about one of those later today. And don't forget our daily Twitch streams with Amazing Shroud of the Avatar content, the premier Shroud of the Avatar stream on the internet, with Soda Prizes galore in all, ex in all capitals, because it deserves it. 
team-ups in Pure Glass 5 and Left 4 Dead 2, retro games, which I'm playing through, and we have our alternate channels. And don't forget about our individual live stream segments, our tabletop RPGs, how-tos, unboxings, and other fundamental videos. Thank you so much to our Patreon, Patreon, Twitch supporters. I'm talking a lot. With Gary, our Illuminati level. Brian H. is Sheriff's Award level. Reese. Aaron M, thank you so much. Remember, if you want to cheer, you just cheer 100. Like, good job, guys. As such and so on. Our top supporter is Zon. Then you got Jinza. Thank you, Zon. Give subscription. Turn one is Zon. Thank you, Zon. Sean Bus, Jinza, we appreciate you guys so much. We really do. Thank you to all of our Twitch subscriptions and supporters. We really, really do appreciate all of you. It's your insanity that keeps us going. Now it's time to roll. So remember, exclamation point, plus one to get in on the giveaway for Knights of Pen and Paper, plus one Deluxe Year Edition. So if you weren't here previously and you missed what it is, exclamation point, plus one, Knights of Pen and Paper, Deluxe Year Edition. We will be rolling on that in about 20 seconds as I get a drink very slowly. Watch, watch. This is, this is, while I drink, this Frenkie will sing a song for you. All right, ready? And Oh, gosh, I'm talented. All right. So we're rolling. Knights. Oh, my fault entered. Knights. Yeah, pen and paper. Plus one Deluxier. We are closing it right now. Close that giveaway. Pick that winner. Famins, you have won. Woohoo! Congratulations, Famins. I should write that down so I don't forget it. Congratulations, Famins. Famines. Oh, famines. I said famines. That's not right. It's famines. That's dark. I like it. Knights of P and P plus one. All right, famines. Go ahead and send us a tell. I'm pretty sure we already have your information, but go ahead and send send a, send me a little message right here, and we'll make sure to give you your key. I don't have the keys. They don't trust me with those. Story of my life. You know, I was a kid growing up. I was the oldest of all my brothers. And I was not trusted with the house key. My younger brothers were. Very embarrassing. When you're in third grade and your first grade brother has to have the key. Because your parents don't trust you with it. And to be fair, I did lose the key like three times. In one year. So, to be fair, it was deserved. So, go ahead, famous, send me a message to the Legion Myth. And we will make sure to give you your Steam key. Pretty sure Steam Key for Knights of Pen and Paper, plus one Deluxe Year Edition. And now we're at giveaway number two! We being Elgari. <laughs> Alright, so we are going to have another giveaway. This one is going to be for Knights of Pen and Paper 2, the Deluxiest Edition. Ooh. Let's see if I can spell Knights right. I can. We're going to open this giveaway right now. So, type exclamation point knights 2. I spelled knights wrong. All right, we're going to reset that. We're going to reset that because I was wrong. Let's say it out loud. K-N-I-G-H-T-S-2. Open giveaway. All right. Everyone can join. Knights 2. Exclamation point knights 2 to join the giveaway for Knights of Pen and Paper 2 Deluxeist Edition. If you just won and your name is uh, Famines, you can still roll for this. Go for it. Everyone, jump in for Knights of Pen and Paper 2, the deluxiest edition. Exclamation point. Knights. Knigets 2, as they said on Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know what? Monty Python and the Holy Grail. 
That's a that's a good movie. That's one of those films like you watch in junior high like three thousand times, and then you never want to watch it again. You know, <laughs> I loved that film as a young man, but now if it's on, I'm like, ugh, because yeah, I've seen it so many times. I guess I, gosh, it's been about ten years since I watched it, so I could probably watch it one more time. Probably. I don't know if I want to test that. It's become such into the lexicon of American D&D nerd culture, you kind of have to be aware of it. Rating system. Half star. Horrible. The very worst thing ever. One star is very bad. Is very bad. Five stars. This is extraordinary. One percenter. Flawless. Perfection. Amazing. My fa- <laughs> you watch it once a year? That's awesome. I don't know. I, just, I think I watched it at one point like three times a day for like a year and I kind of burned myself out. Then you're like, it has been so long. I really should watch that. See, now I want to watch it. My fault. Now I want to watch Now I'm talking about it. Now I want to watch it. Make my kids watch it. I don't care if they'd like it or not. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, and that was way too much that I watched it. But, you know, it was, I was uh, I had it on video when I was a kid. All right, time for the disclaimer. Disclaimer. Mm, full screen, full screen. Serious voice, serious voice, serious voice. The opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort on a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasionally so foul or even offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Why did that happen? Oh, because I'm dumb. Technical difficulty. That's why I need to the dog here. All right. Let's move this along, everyone. It is now time to roll for Knight of Pen and Paper 2, Deluxiest Edition. We have many people in there. Let's choose this closest giveaway. Let's pick this winner. Zon! Congratulations, you have won, Zon. Knights of Pen and Paper 2. Let's write that down. Knights 2. Uh, go ahead. I'm pretty sure we have your information, but send me a little whisper right here and we'll make sure to send you your key and everything will be happy everything will be happy even if it seems like the world is on fire i have assured you everything will be happy rainbows and unicorns and 20s falling from the sky but only wherever you are oh yeah oh yes come on number three already Man, we are doing this today. Is Prison Architect. That is a hell of a game. That is a really good game. Uh, it is a game that Max Lewis had to make himself stop playing because he gave, became semi-addicted to it. It was like he was living in his own prison. A prison of fun. So, we're going to open this giveaway. Exclamation point. Prison to join. Prison Architect. Everyone, hop in. Awesome! Thank you so much for this year. <laughs> we appreciate you, Don. Thank you very much. So, exclamation point, prison. Because who doesn't want to go to prison? Ah, th wait, everyone. Everyone doesn't want to go there. It's a bad place. It's a very, very bad place. But just remember, an arrest is not a conviction. All right? So whenever you're filling out those job forms, that's a very important distinction, just so you know. Exclamation prison for a prison architect, which is an amazing sim game. It really is an amazing game. Super duper fun. And, ah, oh, here we are. Let's do this. Personal? 
Yes! Garthon's comic poll! Garthon buys comics, he reads comics, he tells you about the comics! So, let's, what are we talking about today? First up! You ever wonder what would happen if Spider-Man and Black Cat got hitched? Huh, well, let's talk about Black Cat Annual number one! Written by Jed McKay, art by Joy Vasquez, Nacha Bustos, Juan Gedon. Colors by Brian Reber and cover by J. Scott Campbell and Saving Rich. Rockstar's been in prisons engaged. I want to go through real life. Fair enough. All right. I love this cover. This is a great cover. So, uh, kind of misleading, but kind of true. Black Cat and Spider-Man are tying the knot in this annual. Now, it has three different sets of artists. That usually means bad things, but actually it's a pretty clever device in this one. Whereas the scenes that take place with Black Cat and Spider-Man are done by one artist. Uh, that's Joy Vasquez. The scenes that are done with one of the henchmen. Um, oh my gosh, his name escapes me right now. The technological one. Uh, one of Black Cat's henchmen from the series. Uh, Mr. Coffin. Are done by Nacho Bustos. And the scenes with the third henchman, the big ex-army guy, are done by Juan Guedon. Guedon? Guedon? I don't know. Something like that. So it works out really well in breaking up the story and making each part feel a little more unique. And I'm sure it's a little easier on the artist as well, but it's a good device for storytelling in this case. Um, the book begins with uh, Black Cat convincing Spider-Man to go with the plan because it's super important. And it shows them in a scene where they're getting married all of a sudden, which sort of happens. Basically, the plan is they're using... They're invested... It looks like Black Cat needs Spider-Man's help to break into a Magia, which is like Marvel Mafia. Mafia. Uh, magic, ray guns, crazy stuff. And they have like a ritual where if there's two warring families, one way to settle it is a youth of a male and female youth of each one of the warring families will get married and then fight to the death in a secret room. And whoever comes out and wins is then the winner of that little blood feud between the families. So, posing as the couple who has to go to the fight to the death, uh, wearing, you know, costumes, they, so they can't be detected, they go through the wedding ceremony, they go to the back Christmas, kill each other, but Black Cat really wanted to go there, because that room, this, the uh, temple room they go to, actually has a secret entrance to the Magia vaults, where they have a very complex scheme to Indiana Jones-style invade the vault, get the secret codes to then wire $3 million to themselves... And you're just going to ask yourself, why is Spider-Man helping Black Cat steal uh, millions of dollars? Which is then revealed at the end uh, that the reason they posed at this couple or this... Because I was asking, wait, so how'd they set up the Blood Feud wedding for them to pose at so they could steal this money? This doesn't... And why Spider steal... It doesn't make any sense. So I was kind of like, oh, all right, this doesn't make any sense. That is good storytelling. I was thinking it didn't make sense. So I was like, this doesn't make sense. It turns out that there, what happened was, as you, is revealed in the end, a young couple from the male and female who were supposed to like fight to the death actually fell in love. And so they hired Black Cat to get them out of it. So part of what she did was make it look like they escaped when they, her and Peter, or Spider-Man, poses them. 
part of Spider-Man's agreeing to do it is they would steal a mil because as part of being able to get away, Black Cat stole a million dollars to give to the couple so that they could get a new life away from the crime families. And another million dollars they stole from the bad guys to be given to charities. What Spider-Man didn't know is they actually stole three million dollars so Black Cat and her goons make out with a million dollars and he goes home with nothing. Um, all in all, the art was fantastic, the whole story. Uh, the storytelling was tight and concise. I really liked the way the Black Cat character was portrayed the whole time. Spider-Man always came off as true to his character. The henchmen are a, remain a highlight of the book. The, uh, the Black Cat's been great so far. And this, the annual, that's been my favorite Black Cat issue of the entire year. There's been some really good issues so far. The art's solid. The story is solid. Everything makes sense in the end. There's a nice little twist where Black Cat is a good guy, but also she, you know, has totally stole a bunch of money for herself. Uh, so I'm glad you like Comic Sister So all in all, I thought that Black Cat Annual number one was super solid. You don't have to have been reading Black Cat to get it. You just, it helps to know a little bit about Spider-Man and Black Cat's past because they talk about it quite a bit in the book. So it was a lot of fun. This book was better than I thought it was. When I saw that cover, I expected, you know, ridiculous storyline, alternate futures, all sorts of silly things. But it turned out it was actually a really fun story that made a lot of sense. Uh, Jed McKay has just been knocking it out of the park with the Black Cat series. I thought it was shaky the first issue or so. I, I didn't know, but it's been really good. And I've been really surprised. Every issue, it seems to get a little better. Uh, especially the art in this issue is just great. So I loved, 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 so much love this issue that I'm going to give it a highly coveted, almost impossible to get four and a half stars. Just short of five. Just short. Just short. But gosh, this was really good. I can't recommend it enough. If you have any interest in the Spider-Verse at all, you really owe it to yourself to pick up this book. Tons of fun. Doesn't take itself too seriously. Just love the living hell out of this book. And you should, too, if you know it's good for you. So I ask you, what do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Black Cat Annual Number 1? Am I off base? Was this book too silly? Do you like your super depressing superheroes to be standing in the rain and staring at their navel and wondering if anyone loved them? Let me know. Because uh, I thought Black Cat Annual was just great. Do you think it's true to the characters? Let me know. And if you have any suggestions for future comic reviews, please... Let me know and be a legionnaire. Yes, Garthon's comic poll! Garthon's pulling comics and reading them and telling you about them. Because that's what I do first. Well, actually, not first, but right now. We are going to talk about Event Leviathan number six, written by Brian Michael Bendis, art by Alex Maleev, colors by Alex Maleev, cover by Alex Maleev. That's a lot of Alex Maleev. Uh, Event Leviathan has been a really interesting story where all of the DC Universe's major spy agencies were all taken down, all their secrets are being revealed. Batman and the rest of the detectives, these humans are running around like chicks with their heads cut off, they don't know what's going on. All Everest Dirty Laundry is being aired. A lot of finger points go back and forth to who is behind all this. 
a lot of crazy things have happened. Lois Lane's father was killed by Leviathan after people thought it might he might be Leviathan. And this issue, it says the man behind the mask is revealed, and that actually happened. It is so incredibly rare that when they say something's going to happen on the cover of a comic, it actually happens. I don't ever think it's going to. But it did. So that points, points for that. Points just for that. Now, Alex Malieu's art, to me, always invokes a film noir kind of thing. It's kind of watercolor, very moody, a lot of focus on... Uh, color, shade, doesn't do a lot of bright colors. For this kind of book, it's a really nice fit. I often say the art and the story of a book need to match each other. If you're trying to tell a super dark story and your artist is you know, full of bright sunshine and kittens and everything is kind of cartoony, it doesn't work. Also, if you put Alex Maleev in a wacky book, it wouldn't work. Not with the style he's using. But it really works for this, because this story has been pretty depressing, honestly. As soon as these heroes get one step forward, Leviathan's always a step ahead. In this book, they finally figure out how Leviathan's been tracking all of their mo- movements. It's through Manhunter, uh, one of the characters who's with them, who doesn't even know that she's being used to track them all. Because they figure out Leviathan actually was, or is, related to the Manhunters, not the Martian Manhunter. The Manhunters is a galactic organization, which they kind of mentioned a bit. Bendis loves drawing in a lot of diverse elements into his books. So that causes a bit of a kerfuffle as they finally figure this out. Meanwhile, Lois is dealing with that her father died. The second group of investigators, including Harvey Bullock and Deadshot and Zatanna, all are getting, and the other question, are getting all back together accusing the first group of possibly behind a bunch of stuff, which they aren't. Superman has to go and stop things. Uh, and a lot of it is told in backstory of Lois speaking with Superman, like you see him rushing to join her here. Tell me how Leviathan confronted him and actually took off the mask and revealed who he was. And the greatest part about that is when Leviathan is revealed, it's not a well-known character. It's not, oh my gosh, it's actually Bruce Wayne! Anything ridiculous like that. He actually, when he reveals himself, Superman actually says, I don't recognize you, <laughs> which I loved. You know, it reminds me a lot of an old episode of Justice League, the uh, cartoon, where Flash and Lex Luthor change bodies. And Lex goes to the bathroom and says, now your secrets will be revealed. And he pulls out the mask, which is Flash's mask. And he looks in the mirror and he looks and goes, I have no idea who this is. So it's a great scene. Um, that whole cartoon was great. But uh, he says his name. He says his name is Mark Shaw. He's Manhunter. He was one of the Manhunters. And what's interesting is, as Leviathan is a villain, is Leviathan is a good villain because he's not a mustache twirling, I'm going to destroy the world, mad scientist villain. He destroyed all of these spy agencies because they were keeping secrets. They are the enemy. There's all these dirty secrets politicians everyone has, and the spy agencies do a lot of dirty work and a lot of covert ops behind the scenes to keep it that way. And he's just trying to bring everything into the light. And he actually spends a good amount of time, the whole series, especially this issue, trying to convince Superman they're on the same side. They're both trying to help everyone. And that's a really interesting viewpoint for a villain, because he 
knows what he's doing isn't exact, isn't by the law, but the law is wrong in his opinion. And the world would be better if all these horrible secrets were put to the light so everyone could make proper judgments about these politicians and these spies and all the double dealings these countries do behind closed doors. An open and honest government is always preferable. Leviathan wants it to be very open, very honest, whether they like it or not. And he even reveals that originally the plan was Lois Lane's father's, General Lane's. And then the plan kind of got taken from him, turned into something bigger. And it was unfortunate he had to die. He's sorry about it, but it had to happen, unfortunately. And Superman's argument against this, well, innocent people who don't care about any of this need to be able to defend themselves. This, this isn't right. And just when Leviathan thinks he might maybe be getting Superman on his side, which he's not, that's when everyone's able to finally catch him. Superman catch Leviathan on the island and they confront him, but he had an escape plan because he's always one step ahead because he's super paranoid. He's always planning something and he manages to get away. At the same time, all the heroes are kind of left in lurch trying to figure out what to do, where they should go, how they're going to stop her. And it finishes off with Lois going to stop him, Leviathan, publishing a story in the Daily Planet about the identity of Leviathan being revealed. So, it's the end of event, Leviathan. There's Leviathan rising, I think, or something else coming out later. But this has been a really great run-up to this. I wish it had more closure. Um, this is supposed to be the event, not enter Leviathan. It's the event. It's supposed to be the whole thing. Six issues. Wrap it up. It's not even part wrapped up. They know who he is, but they don't. that doesn't solve anything. They have no way of stopping him. But it is very well written. The art really matches the story uh, with the dark tones it takes the whole time. And it was a pretty complicated story, but never do you really feel lost reading it. Um... You do miss a couple things if you're also not reading Superman and a couple other books, which is a little unfortunate. They do a decent job explaining it, but you really kind of need the other books to really get the full picture, which is the whole idea of these kind of events, because they want you to get other books. Mark Shaw's Ravenslayer says Mark Shaw's a familiar from the 70s and 80s. Yes, he, he was a he was an important character then, but he hasn't been seen in a long time. So he was Manhunter. So it was Ben just loves bringing stuff like that back. So I enjoyed the book. I, as a six-issue mystery thriller, as it says on the cover, I would have liked it wrapped up in six issues, not teased at the end, you know? Uh, so it's kind of like at the end of the Super Mario Brothers film, where, where Daisy shows back up with a gun and says that they're needed again. And they all jump in the portal. And it's like, sequel! And that never happens. I mean, the sequel is going to happen in this case. But that, that, that was never going to be a sequel. That movie was awful. But when something shows so strongly, hey, sequel! It's very annoying. It's like, finish the story! Then you get a sequel. So that, that's like the main point I got against it. Uh, it was fun. I really enjoyed the story. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but I really liked it. I thought everything came together very nicely. 
I liked the diversion, uh, the diverse amount of characters that got pulled in from all over at different angles. Everyone wasn't all buddy buddy, but they weren't. But they all recognized the other heroes. I can just come to blows like, oh, I think you and I might be on different sides. Like, wait, okay, something's going on. Let's talk about this, which made sense. So, uh, what do I get it? What do I give it? I'm in a generous mood right now. Four stars for Event Leviathan. Number six, a good book. I really enjoyed it as a whole series. It was really fun to read. My knock against this mainly it's an obvious sequel four coming stars. up. Ah! Four stars. Four stars. Well, Baldahar knows. Four stars. Oh, God, please, no. 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 Four stars. Four stars it is. Thank you, Baldahar. <laughs> it's been a while since I gave four stars. This one, I think, definitely earned it. <laughs> Thanks, Baldahar. Four stars, four events. Leviathan, number six. So what do you think of this segment, everyone? What are your thoughts on Event Leviathan, number six, or Event Leviathan as a series? Do you think that it uh, wrapped up not really? That you think, hey, that's not ending? Or do you think that it all tied itself up very concisely and very nicely and you like where it went? Did you think the whole thing was silly in the first place? Like, how could one dude do this? Well, it wasn't one dude. It was an organization. And they kind of talked about that. Uh, if you have any suggestions for future reviews, let me know. And be a legionnaire. Yes, Gotham's Comic Poll. Gotham buys comics, reads comics, tells you about comics. And today we are going to talk about Fallen Angels, number one. Written by Brian Hill. Art by Simon Kudransky. I swear that's how it's spelled. Uh, colors by Frank Darmada. Cover by Ashley Witter. Uh, Fallen Angels is a spinoff, one of the new X books, off of the huge events of Powers of House of X and Powers of Ten. I was going to say Powers of X. That would be wrong. It's Powers of Ten. Uh, crazy things have happened. They're on their Krakoa Island. Xavier is dead. Yeah, yeah, that means. So, and uh, Magneto's in charge of Krakoa. It is a paradise, unless you don't like paradises. Book starts out with a crazy chick on a subway in Japan. Uh, just a little running monologue about not being not being understood, essentially. Little, little, well, let me let Let's read it. Basically saying, Kwanin was the sadness of mercy. In Japan, you can find a statue for holding a child. Mercy is my name, but is not my way. I have been robbed of my own body, my identity. In that time of darkness, when I was no one. I hoped she was happy and free. I still think of her. For years, she was the only me who lived in the world. I pray that she found love and peace, and most of all, mercy. Little one, don't let war find you. If they marked you, be more than that. I pray you are better than me, that you have never known fear. You find out later that that's actually uh, Psylocke Quanin, not Psylocke Betsy Braddock, but Psylocke Quanin, uh, monologuing to herself about this child who hooks some electrical doodad to her head and starts like eyes turn black and crying black tears and just goes super crazy on the subway, kills the kills the driver, uh, crashes the subway train, and a bunch of people die. 
that is a heck of an entrance with a bunch of depressing monologue, a bunch of depressing dark colors, and a whole train of people getting derailed and killed. Then goes to Krakoa, where you see Psylocke, Quanon. Anytime I say Psylocke, it's Quanon. There's no Psylocke Betsy Braddock anymore. She's just Betsy Braddock now. So, the, uh... She's talking about caterpillars becoming butterflies. Oh, my gosh! Serial new thing for you to subscribe for nine months. X-Men are my heroes, Duncan. Well, they used to be. So... She, so Psylocke is meditating at Krakoa about finding peace because she's a warrior and it's hard and blah stuff. And then she gets a vision out of nowhere about some dark angel telling her that Apoth is a dark enemy and she must be aware and war is coming to the world and she's a warrior and somebody needs to stop it. Uh, which leads her to try and ask Mandito like, hey, can I leave the island because uh, I don't want to be here and there's this bad stuff. And he's like, no, you can't leave the island. Because of reasons. And then says, yeah, I'm not laying one out the island right now. Because we're all mourning Charles' death and stuff, and I'm sad. But if you ask someone else, maybe they'll help you out. And she's like, you just said I couldn't. Then you told me who to talk to and maybe get around it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. So, I, whatever. Uh, after that, talks to Mr. Sinister. Yes, Mr. Sinister. And he's like, oh, God, don't be boring. And she's like, hey, I hate being in this place. This place sucks. And I had tells her tells about the vision. He's like, so what are you going to do about it? I mean, I don't know. What are you going to do? And she basically tells him, look, this is a place of peace, and it's driving me nuts. I'm a warrior. I'm an assassin. I like to kick ass. I'm bored out of my skull. I got to get out of this place. So... Eventually, after some more very 90s dialogue, she has a flashback about being a kid, about being assassin trained, about how she's a caterpillar to be going to become a butterfly. Uh, then she ends up talking with X-23 and young Cable because they both want to kick butt too. They're going to fight each other because being paradise is boring. So he's like, hey, come with me. We're going to ditch this island. Go kill some peoples. And X-23 is like, I'm oh, sweet. I'm totally in, but don't bring Cable. He's a soldier and he's lame. So she's like, all right, let's ditch that punk. So they ditch that punk. They go to Japan. They use their old ninja contacts. They find out about some stupid techno drug and the person who crashed the subway that might be to do with Apoth. And, in a, and you see... That the girl who crashed the subway has a butterfly tattoo in the back of her neck. And you get a flashback where Quanin remembers her assassin training where they took away her baby, but they put a butterfly tattoo on it. So that in the future, if she ever finds it, she could be she'll know it's her baby growing up and they could reunite. So she just realized that she finally found her kid after all these years not being able to. And her kid's now dead. So she's all pissed off. And she's going to go take it to this Apoth person who made this electromechanical drug. And and her next try three kills some dudes. Then they track down some where Apoth might be from the assassin people who they get the drugs from. The electro drugs. And then it's a bunch of kids in a barn who then 
all like die as they overdose because someone's remote controlling them and it ends with another butterfly metaphor If this book was written in 1995, it would have been pretty awesome. The art probably would have been better, too. Um, this book is dark. I mean, not so much content. Content-wise, it's kind of dark, but the art is all very dark. Like, the person who wrote it is terrified of bright lights and color. And every... Quanin's uh, kid, not Betsy. And Quan isn't her name. Oh god, ah, that that whole thing is messed up in our. When Betsy Braddock went through through the siege perilous, it granted her wish to become a, a warrior because she always felt she wasn't do, pulling her weight as a soldier, as a warrior. She was always jealous of people like Storm and her brother and Wolverine who were strong and powerful, and she never was, and she wanted to be that. When she went through the siege perilous, it gave her her wish, and she came out as a hot ninja chick and could kick ass. Later. It was retconned in that she took over someone else's body. That was never the original intent of the whole thing when she came to Siege Perilous. She was drawn as a hot uh, Asian ninja chick because Jim Lee could draw the new powerful style like whoever he wanted. And he's like, hey, I'm an Asian dude. I'm going to draw a hot Asian chick. And everyone went, sweet, hot Asian chick. And that was cool. And it was Psylocke. And everyone loved that redesign forever. It says the 90s. People have loved that freaking redesign. And then someone decided to... I'm not going to say who, but it's one of the co-creators of Deadpool, decided to go and write that she swapped bodies with someone named Quanin, and her Quanin's mind was now Betsy's body somewhere else. It was stupid, and it's still stupid. It didn't need to happen. And I think he wrote it because he forgot what actually happened. In the, anyway, it was ridiculous. But now we're still dealing with that aftermath because no one has the guts. Even after the No More Mutant stuff, they had a perfect out to say that never happened when reality got retconned. They could have completely got rid of that, but they didn't. When the universe got remade at the end of the last Secret Wars, they could have eliminated that idiotic... Th but no, it's still there. Anyway, so now we're dealing with Quan and Psylocke. Betsy Braddock's Psylocke has become some sort of sissy. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Doesn't matter. So... This book is very dark. It's very 90s. Everything is misery and sadness, and I walk with death, and I find no mercy, and my baby's dead. Oh, my God. Gag me with a pitchfork. Um, cultural misappropriation is a dumb concept. Yes! Ugh. Just ridiculous. So, and now we got... She a lot of this is so nonsensical. It's built on the House of Cards that is Quanin's background. It completely ignores any of X-23's character development that she had in her own limited series and all the X-Men books prior to this. Completely ignores it. And she's back to being this super dark, butthurt teenager who no one understands and she's living in the shadow of Logan. Uh, and that was all worked out. So I have no love for this book at all. I gave it a shot because, hey, ninjas, you know, you got... Psylocke, X-23, and Young Cable beating stuff up. Why not? But it's just so self-immolating. Eric's like, oh, is everything's misery? Oh, I'm cutting myself so I can feel something. Oh, yeah, that actually happens in the book, by the way. 
When Kwan's in her happy place meditating, she actually cuts herself on a finger with no sword so she can remember what pain is. Oh, for God's sake. <sighs> this book sucked. The art's okay. I didn't like the story. I, the story's okay. No, the story sucks. I didn't like it. Like I said, if this book came out in 95, it probably would have seemed pretty cool because that was the milieu at the time. The art, they would have had a better artist, I would hope. It was okay as a book. I did not like it. Now here I say it's okay as a book. I, I, okay. Okay, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Real talk here. Real talk. Real talk. Hey, Pax. I hated this book. No one should buy it. One and a half stars. It has some semi-redeeming qualities. It's not absolute crap, but it's pretty close. One and a half stars out of five. Warn your friends. Don't read it. Don't buy it. If you're a fan of Psylocke, you won't be after this. <laughs> so, I'm not buying another issue of this. No. No, I am not. No. If someone buys it and sends it to me, I'll read it. But I'm not buying this. This book sucked. And I feel bad for buying it. I want my money and time back. That sounds like half star. It's still one and a half stars. I just... <sighs> this book sucked. So what do you think of this segment? Was I too hard on our old Fallen Angels number one? Did you think the Quanin, Psylocke, Betsy Braddock storyline is actually genius and I'm missing its hidden context? Do you think that Fallen Angels is amazing and you miss this kind of dark storytelling that only geniuses like Tom King can deliver us? Woo! Thank you so much, Zon! And if you have any suggestions for future reviews, let me know. I'm not doing issue two. <laughs> I might. I say I won't, but I don't want to. So let me know. Comment below. Let me know what you think. Be a legionnaire. So remember, like, subscribe, share, join us for full streams of anime, comic, game reviews, member-only chat and giveaways, and monthly Q&A with Legion with members. If you join, you also get YouTube membership accounts towards our Patreon giveaway goals, so you can be there on our giveaways live on Twitch, where we give away many things. If you want more Garth, then check out my comic poll settings, my Yakuza Kiwami playthrough, my team most with Heathen Dog and others, and coming soon, my role-playing recycling event. So thank you, everyone. Woo! Thank you, Pax. 17. Very nice. Ah, that was huge. All right. Let's find a heathen dog. Too many technical difficulties. Time to roll. Prison architect. Last chance to get in. Exclamation point. Prison for all followers, members, anyone wants to. I mentioned Tom King. I did because I am still mad and I always will be forever. I will always be mad at Nick Spencer for what he did to Captain America and I will always be mad at Tom King for what he did to uh, Batman. I will never forgive them. I know that Jesus says we should forgive, but he never had to read Secret Empire. I think I think it'll give me something like this. So remember, exclamation point prison for your chance to win prison architect. We're going to close this giveaway in about 20 seconds. So everyone, if you have not been in there yet, exclamation point prison for prison architect, which is a fantastic strategy game. Highly addictive, highly entertaining. Uh, doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a very fun game. All right. Five. Four. Three. Two. Ah, packs out any right of the wire. Sometimes in the distant future, Garth will be standing in front of an alien tribunal and never forget Tom King will be played as evidence. 
Yeah, so the aliens have a giant picture of Tom King above them. Tom King has sent us great visions. All right, close the giveaway. Yeah, they are historic documents from Tom King. Picking our winner. My fault, you have won. Congratulations, my fault. You have won, prison architect. Go ahead, my fault. And send me a little whisper here, right there. Just typed into the chat. And uh, we'll make sure to get you your key. Prison architect. My fault. Okay. And other people handle that, because I'm not smart enough. As I said before, they don't trust me with keys or long sentences. But here I am. So let's keep moving. All right. Subscriber-only giveaways coming up. If five or more subscribers enter... We'll have one $25 Amazon gift card. If 10 or more enter, that's two $25 Amazon gift cards. If three, if 15 or more subscribers enter, we'll have three cards. And if 20 or more enter, we'll have four $25. Yeah, it is subscriber only for that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, Mr. Achiever One. I apologize. But, you know, got to save something good for subscribers. I'm sorry you didn't win any of this stuff. Where is that giveaway? Well, let's start. I think. Why is that not going? Yeah, I guess because uh, he the dog just set up the slides. So it's not there. I thought I went through that. Okay, we are going to set up the subscriber only giveaway right now. Right now. Type it exclamation point Amazon. We're going to open the giveaway to subscribers only. So everyone, exclamation point Amazon for the gift cards. Tell your friends. All right, we already got one gift card locked away, so that's good. Keep them rolling in. Let's see how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We need two more subscribers to enter to bring it up to two cards. Right now, we only have eight in there. We need two more. Oh, we have nine. One more subscriber. And we'll give away two Amazon gift cards. Very nice. Woo! Thank you, Serial Noob! Ah, very nice. A little ElfQuest there. I love ElfQuest. That was a good series. Little Lita from ElfQuest. So, let's go. And really quick, we'll have the RNG. Don't forget to exclamation point Amazon if you are a subscriber to enter this. You can always subscribe real quick. It's cheap. And then you'll have a pretty good chance. Because uh, we need one more person to make your chances even better because we use the same list for both cards. You could possibly win both. So quick subscription will give you a chance to win two cards. If we don't get, we only have nine people, so we're only going to give away one. Time for the RNG. We're talking about the random things rolling across our mind. And uh, I have a little thing we're talking about. We actually have an email now. There's a little segment I like to call, Help Me, Garthon. You're my only hope. Uh, we have an email from a Mr. Garth on TDS. I guess he's on the Tidewater delivery system. So, Mr. Garth, he says, Dear Garthon, I'm a newish DM and I'm having problems with a member of my group. They're nice and a good role player, but they always want to go off on their own. This slows down everything, and when I deal with what they're doing, the rest of the group starts pulling out their phones and they lose focus. This is seriously ruining my gaming sessions. What can I do? 
Well, Mr. Garth, I have just the answer for you. See, a lot of times when you're a newish DM or even an experienced dungeon master or game master running a role-playing game, a lot of times you'll have a certain player who just wants to kind of do their own thing. Uh, they know... Not the soul's your enemy. <laughs> Uh, a lot of times, people will you know, you'll have your main quest, and they need to go to the tower and fight the dragon and rescue the princess. Which is that one guy who says, you know, I really want to go to Slum Alley and play music to cheer up the poor. Or they're like, I want to go shopping instead. Or they'll all, or like, hey, why don't we go back to the Swamp of Spiders instead? They're always going to want to do their own thing. If the rest of the group does this, they're going to go on that. Usually some wacky side adventure they want to do. So what can we do about that? Oh! Give subscription from Zon! Uh, one must sub to Mr. Achiever underscore one. So Mr. Achiever, type in exclamation point Amazon and you could be in to win. Oh my gosh, he's also given to... Oh my, that's going to be forever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Zon, you are insane. Uh, one must sub for Terran Wanderer. Terran Wanderer, type in exclamation point Amazon and you could possibly win a $25 Amazon gift card, maybe two. And there's more coming. Just let him roll. Let him roll. <laughs> oh my gosh, the other one. Ah, I, I thought we were free, and there it is. Four month gift sub to List Rostov. Jeez. Zon is the man. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, everyone, if you get your gift sub, remember, exclamation point Amazon <laughs> to enter the giveaway. Exclamation point Amazon. Abandon all hope. Oh, geez. That's dark. Kind of like it. <laughs> so, uh, what can you do about those things? Well, Garthon has five things you could do about that. And they will make sure to magically heal any problems with your party. First. <laughs> Guess you're that senses. King's on indeed. Hashtag King's on. Uh... Guess that's you, Jester. Exclamation point Amazon for your chance to win Amazon gift cards. Encourage them in-game to stay with the group. Yeah, they're playing a bard. Yeah. Cause all dearth fire. Exclamation Amazon to join. You want to go off on your own. You want to play music. You want to romance uh, one of the ladies in waiting since their princess is gone. Try to encourage them like, hey, they'll be much more likely to be with you or to be interested in what you're saying after you rescue the princess, or after this task. Mr. X Ford! Expression Amazon to enter. Thank, thank Mr. Zahn. He's your new friend and hero. <laughs> and he's mine as well. I have a little Zahn picture in my, in my car. I tap on it for good luck as I drive down the freeway. Oh, Zahn, grant me luck. George of the Jungle, there's a song about you. George, George. That's not, which Weird Al Yankovic album is that on? That's not in 3D or is it on Weird Al Yankovic? Two more! Oh, good golly! Lady Ashen. Ooh, Lady Ashen. It's like Ashen, but a lady. Uh, Exclamation with Amazon to join the giveaway. For the Amazon gift card. These people are getting it, but they're not joining. Join, my friends! Exclamation Amazon. Type it in to enter the giveaway. You're now all in. Yes! Yes, we have more joiners! Excellent. Mr. Achieve, thank you. Thank you! Mr. Achiever 1 has entered. 
Thank you so much. Randall, Xbox on Amazon. If all you people join, we'll be giving away like four cards. So come on. Right now we only have 10 people in. Everyone get in there. So first, encourage them to stay with the group. Let them know that, hey, that might be better to do after you do this. Or try and give them some reason why it might be better to that. Just in-game. Try and make it sound like when he says, oh, I'm going to go off and shop for new loots. Let them know. Well, it's possible loot stores are closed because the shops are so sad the princess is still, you know, something along those lines. Something just to let them know that's not the right choice. If they insist, well, you know, we'll talk about that. Number two, try getting the rest of the party to actually go with the Wanderer. If he wants to go off on his own, why not encourage everybody else to go with him? Like, he wants to go off. Encourage is not especially off their own, especially when the rest of the party, especially when the, I didn't get anything after that. Watch out for that tree. There's was the hilarious parents, but we'd like to make it funnier. I uh, actually sang the song straight, Mar Hawkman. Uh, try to try to go with the wonder. So if this guy wants to go off on his own to go loot shopping, or he wants to decide to uh, to start a uh, a new religion because he thought things would be funny, encourage the rest of the group to go with him or her. Not only will that keep the group together, a lot of times it will discourage the wanderer from going off their own because they're not going to be doing their own special thing anymore. Or it could also, if the party does go off, it could end up being actually a fun role-playing exercise. Maybe that side quest could be a lot of fun. Maybe the important main quest could wait for just a little bit. Which is not to say you should let this guy who always wants to do the wacky things dictate what should happen. But maybe everyone wants to encourage, like, hey, maybe we should try this just for a little bit. Or, hey, you still have time, maybe that could happen. So that could be an interesting idea. Another thing is to ask the player out of game to please stay with the group. If this is happening, maybe before the game or after him, after it might be better because before it starts to be a butthurt. You pull him aside and say, hey, I know you, you like doing these little side quests and adventures that only your character can do because you're the only thief or you're the only bard or you're the only one who knows how to play a ukulele underwater. Tell them that's really not conducive to the group. And it really is better if you stay. Just try and reason with them. That, you know, little things are okay off on your own, but this is a group game. you got to kind of try and stay with the group. Some people don't take kindly to that. But if you've tried the first two, maybe the second one didn't work out so well, definitely go for number three. Ask them nicely. And if that doesn't work, de-incentivize leaving the group. I don't mean that as soon as it happens, rocks fall on them and they get injured or die. But just let them know in-game, that, wow, that doesn't look very promising. And then, when they do it, make it brief. Make it short. And make it fail. Or, another way to de-incentivize it is, you say, okay, you go off to try and become the king of the hamster people, while the rest of the people are going to go rescue the baron. And you let that player sit there, doing nothing for the entire session, while the party goes and rescues the Baron. And he says, am I back with them yet? You say, no, you're still becoming king of the hamster people. Well, are we going to roleplay that? Uh, give me a persuasion roll. You win. And then you go back to the party. You let them know, not so subtly, that if you're doing this kind of stuff, you can do it. But if you do it too often, that's what's going to happen. You're going to sit there doing nothing. And if they get mad, let them know, you already tried one through three. You tried. They didn't get the hint. Or the direct saying. 
He's going town is rampant. Yeah, said town is yeah, exactly. Exactly, Ravenslayer. At number five, let them sit. Like I said, let them sit there while everyone does something else. Do concerts at number three to one. Yeah, de incentivize it. Say it's just far too dangerous, Mark Hawkman. Maybe it'll encourage them, like, hey, that could be interesting. Maybe I should get my friends to help me. Because if you're not going to be with a party, why are you there? If you are the lone adventurer of love and justice, that's great. You suck in a party. You need to leave. Bring a new character. Or have your character have a change of heart. Because you got to remember, these games are group games. Everyone needs to have their chance to shine. And some, and even if you are, let's say, the best comedy role player, the best improv or in the whole group, you, that doesn't mean you always have to try and shine the spotlight on you. Let everyone have their moment. That is very important for everyone's happiness, including yours if you're a member of the group. Because in the end, someone who constantly tries to go off on their own is trying to pull the story always back to them. And that is inconsiderate to everyone else at the table. Every player and the person running the game. Change of heart, change uh, gender, and a uh, mishap with love screen with a dwarf. You never know. You never know where he's there. Mr. Everyone's not hosting me. Thank you. So, there are about these are five things you could do to the player who always wants to wander off on their own. Try and start nice, but then at the end, you'll notice that never am I saying boot them out of your group. Because a lot of times these people are fun to have in the group. But don't be afraid of making them sit if you need to do it. But always try and like get them back into the flow. And if they're to say that's their character, encourage them to make a new one. Like, we want you in the group, but your character won't stay with us. Why don't you make someone who actually likes helping people out and is not the solo hero of justice and love? Let that guy have his own campaign with his own Dungeon Master. His internet went out. No, Mr. Achiever. We haven't given away the tickets yet. Don't worry. And that's it for the RNG this week. Uh, I hope you got some useful information out of that. Um, as a veteran Dungeon Master of many campaigns, that's my advice. And also as someone who, quite honestly, is often the guy doing the wacky stuff on my own. Uh, it took me many years to get the idea of like, hey, let's stick with the group and not try and make it all about me. So a uh, little introspection on that one. So once again, I thank Mr. Garth Andes, uh very much. And if you have any role RPG questions you want asked or anything on the RNG, you can email us at legionofmyth at gmail.com. Legionofmyth at gmail.com. And you can ask Garthon a question, and I will answer it. Uh, Dunks has seen wacky stuff, but within the group, it's fun to have others to react to set setups and punchlines. Exactly. Exactly. It really is. Um, games like D&D or other tabletop RPGs are group activities. It's not about one person. Even the Dungeon Master. Not with the Dungeon Master either. It is a group storytelling session. So keep that in mind, and things will be good. So what are your thoughts on this segment? What are your thoughts on how to deal with the wandering character? The wanderers, I say. And if you have any suggestions for future RNG topics, please let me know, and we will do them. Uh, remember, you can always email any questions to leesandmyth at gmail.com. You can also tweet them at leesandmyth if you have any role-playing questions for us to answer on the live stream. And, or you can go onto our Discord and ask us there under role-playing games. 
Thank you very much. And remember, for other RNG stuff on YouTube, like, subscribe, share, comment, join us for full shows, anime, comics, games, member only chat, give me the Q&A, Legion with members, and account starts our Patreon giveaway goals. We have more randomness on YouTube, so any anime, comic, game, nerd topics, nerd opinions, commentaries, if you have suggestions for topics, let us know. And have a great day. Be a Legionnaire. Uh, Mark says, uh, also being consistently off the wall gets repetitive. You need to at least pretend to get along. Yeah, I mean, if you're always wacky, then that's just normal. You have to uh, be sane at least half the time. Zon says, what do I think of The Mandalorian at Legion of Myth? I honestly haven't watched it yet. I've been watching a bunch of old Muppet films on Disney+. Plus. I've heard it's good, but I am not the Star Wars expert. That would be someone like uh, Heathen Dog is more into Star Wars than I am. Max is more into it than I am. I'm definitely the Star Trek guy. That was for the Winston Duncan. Thank you. I've been interested in my kids uh, a lot to the older Muppet films that came out way before they were born. Uh, we actually watched the uh, the original Muppet movie today. Uh, they liked it, which is good because that. Same thing about the original Muppet film is you do a lot of okay, that's Milton Berle. He was famous. We haven't done Muppet Treasure Island yet. We're gonna do that one. Ravel says two episodes in. It's intriguing. I've heard it's so good. I'm going to watch it. I am. Um. I just have to get the password for my wife to put on the, my TV upstairs. And, uh, cause I've heard it's really good. I, I really want to see it. So I will let you know next week. Next week's on, I promise I'll let you know. Bravely, Zahn likes it. That's good. But I will let you know my opinion next week. But it is time to roll, everyone. So. We have enough people for two gift cards. Come on, guys. I know we got more people in the chat. We got more people here. Uh, exclamation point Amazon. I'll give you 30 seconds. Exclamation point Amazon to join. If not, we're giving away these two cards. Here it says it's intense. The Mandalorian looks intense. Apparently it's all full of... I keep seeing all this stuff about it. I really... I am going to watch it. I am. I swear. 10 seconds. 9. 8. Ah, oh, Coswell Driftmire has entered. Exclamation Amazon. Oh, it's another Baldahar win. Another Baldahar double win. The canon version Mandalorian is pretty intense. That's good. That's very good. What I thought was neat was in the pictures I've seen, it looks like the weapon he's using looks like the weapon you see Boba Fett using in the cartoon that was in this uh, Star Wars Christmas special. That weird tuning fork thing. So that made me not laugh, but it made me like, oh man, they actually pulled that out. So I thought that was cool. Four. Three, two, one. All right, closing the giveaway. Going to give away two winners. First, Serial Noob, you have won. Congratulations, you won the first Amazon gift card. So, whisper me right there, Mr. Serial Noob. Serial Noob. You get a card. And the other card. We're picking a winner right now. Ready for it. My fault. You have one. Congratulations. Ooh, my fault won two things. So send Legion Myth a whisper, a little tell, as you guys could get the codes for your cards, not for me. I'm definitely not trusted with that because I would spend it all on myself. I wouldn't, but you know, I'd think about it, but I'm not trusted those things, nor should I be, nor do I want to be.
So congratulations to our winners, to all of our winners. Woo! <laughs> Slice the drive over. Thank you. <laughs> We'd like to congratulate Feynman, Zahn, My Fault, Serial Noob, and My Fault for their wins today in our monthly giveaway. Congratulations, everyone. Thank you for being here. And remember, Saturday is 8 Central, 9 Eastern is our live stream. Hope you enjoyed it. Heathen Dog will be back with us next week. So we're wrapping it up now, a little shorter than normal. So let's start that beautiful ending. Well, it's beginning music. Remember, Gen Con 2020 is coming. Badge registration, January. Activity sign up, May. Event, July through August. Well, end of July, beginning of August. Whisper sent thanks here in loop. Uh, I, I don't have the information. It'll be given out. All the stuff will be given out tomorrow uh, by Max when he sees it. He has all that. Good night, everyone. Uh, so, 2020, event sign up. January, Gen Con. Be there. We're going to be there. We want to see you there. We can hang. We'll chill. We'll have a drink. And it'll be fun. We will lie about our greatness and we'll all believe every word. Streaming schedule. We stream. We schedule it. We talked about it earlier. Monday through Friday, Shroud the Avatar. And also Monday through Friday, Heathen Dog and his channel is doing Seven Days to Die. Don't forget, Wednesday and Friday at 12 noon, Destiny 2 with Max Leo. And Thursday 11, Cat Quest 2 with Noro. That's been a super blast. You should check that out. And, you know, Sunday at 9. Why not check out Final Fantasy 3 with Garthon? Join us. Join our Discord. Follow us on Twitter at Legion Myth. Tweet us. We'll tweet you. Watch our segments on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Look for Legion of Myth. Chat with us on Twitch. The best way to interact, I think. Tons of fun. Giveaways. Excitement. Prizes. And, you know, it's fun to talk to people. Hang out. And don't forget to get our gear. Impress your friends. Intimidate your enemies. Find love with your Legion of Myth gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Here are goals. We talked about them. Thank you so much to our subscribers. Thank you, Zon, for that insane sub giveaway. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate you. Hope you had a good time tonight. Heathen Dog will be back with us next week. Remember, everyone, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And be a legionnaire.